2: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast, the UK's most politically tumultuous tech podcast. Today I'm joined by Tech World editor Charlotte G to talk about the forced cabinet reshuffle mm, yeah. overnight. Uh, I'm going to talk to Deputy Reviews Editor at Tech Advisor Henry Burrell about some surface news from Microsoft and I'm going to talk to the new joint editor of Macworld UK. The way. Thanks very much. David Price. Pleasure to be here. To talk about Elon Musk and uh, Elon Musk. Scraves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's get on with the show. Charlotte G. Yep. It's all kicking off.
3: It really is. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'll try and bring this back to technology in some way, given that this is ostensibly a UK tech weekly podcast. But, uh, obviously, uh, there's been an interesting couple of days in the UK political scene with David Davis resigning quite late on Sunday evening and then Boris Johnson was gonna resign, but then number ten said, well, we don't want him anyway, so they kind of pre pre leaked. That's not a very nice phrase, but they sort of they sort of did that. Um, that's quite a <laughs> Trump that's quite a pre-league. move. Yeah, and these days, Boris is pre-leak. Yeah. Trump
2: does that, doesn't he? It's like, oh, you don't want to come to my party? Well, you're not invited yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah.
3: Pretty, that's pretty much what they did. So I'm going to resign. Well, yeah, we don't care. Um, so what that means is for to bring this back to the world of tech is that the new minister for digital is a man called drumroll, Yep, Jeremy Wright.
2: Never heard of him. <laughs> He's never um,
3: wrong. He is replacing a man called. Matt Hancock, who is now the new Health Secretary, because Jeremy Hunt is now the new Foreign Secretary. Yeah. So there's been
2: a lot of people moving around. And Dominic, just to go full circle, Dominic Raab is the new Brexit Secretary, replacing yes. David Davis. Um, yes. And that means that there's a new Housing Secretary, but no one cares.
3: Dominic Raab <laughs> eats exactly the same lunch from Pratt every day. Is that
2: true? It is. What, what is, it? is it, I bet it's the... Is um, it the chicken bacon baguette?
3: it is it's the. it actually it is. is how do you know that standard, um, and he has choice. that with fruit <laughs> and tab. some kind of smoothie so yeah how do we yeah. know what he eats it's delicious
4: there? but you have to shovel the bacon in with your fingers yeah All right just, just is that
5: because like, they try and make it show
4: outside they, the edges to they like, kind of use it like tape on, on the uh, as if they were trying to seal it shut with bacon bacon right. tape
3: Yeah. I would buy bacon tape I would I, mean, I, I buy it would. every
2: time and then yeah. this has gone more a, off the rails than normal <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yes uh Anyway um so yeah we have a new minister in charge of digital and yeah there's been there's been a lot of different ministers in charge of this area over the over the years and particularly the government digital service there's been people i mean ha, tell me if you've heard of these people okay. um Oliver Dowden no no okay then there was Caroline Noakes. yeah i feel like you've heard of her of no. uh Ben Gummer No. <laughs> who or is very he related much to John li- Selwyn Gummer yes
2: there you go
5: uh, yes, Ben Gummer. Oh, wait, was he the one that John Selwyn Gummer tried to give his burger to? Yes, he was. He was the son. He, he was That's the son. amazing.
3: Ben Gummer. He's, he, he's now a politician. He's now a politician. I feel so old. <laughs> yeah, he's now a politician. And Gummer, if you look at, well, I'm just saying it feels like an appropriate name. That's cool. all I would say. Um, so yes, essentially, it's a bit of chaos. Well, then, um, So then it
2: was Ed Vasey. Yes, it was who Ed Vasey. was a uh, sort of, he had a, People had mixed reactions to Evazy. He did, uh, but yeah. he 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 did kind of try and take it on. And then, and to be fair to Matt Hancock, who comes into a lot of uh, mockery amongst the tech journalism, yes. yeah. Um, but he he did try at least to get to grips with technology. He built yeah. his own app. He did. The Matt Hancock which is what we were all waiting man. for. Yeah, yeah. I
5: remember that. It was um, a social network, wasn't it? It was. Yeah.
3: Have you have you Matt Hancocked recently? <laughs> Um yeah. I mean in a sense. I he don't. he tried
2: <laughs> he at least tried to get to grips with his brief. Um which is which is better than most. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Just um, quickly yeah. uh before we dig into the credentials of Matthew Wright, uh whatever they are. Uh Matthew Wright is Jeremy Wright. Jeremy, Jeremy Wright. Wright. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, before before we, we cut that. before we dig into his uh his credentials or lack thereof, um could we just quickly sort of define what the digital minister does and and what the government digital service is, because yeah. not everyone might understand, but the way I understand it is it, it's kind of just the... a broad programme to modernise uh, the, the technology at government level.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the government... Di- it, it's quite confusing, because yeah. that's what the government digital service is. However, the Minister for Digital sits within DCMS, the Department of Culture, uh, Media and Sport. Yeah. But the... Go, uh, the minister for the government digital service sits within the cabinet office. Yeah. So separate from DCMS, there has been some talk about bringing that portfolio into DCMS, so it's all in one department. Um, it's slightly confusing. Essentially, the minister for digital oversees. I mean, they the one the one thing they do oversee that's kind of fairly important is broadband. Um, but in reality, it's a bit of a sort of. I don't know how to put it. it. It it seems sort of symbolic rather than actually having a huge amount of, of, of input. Kind of you'll spend yeah. more time looking at things like BBC licensing or stuff like that yeah. than you will looking at actual digital stuff.
2: And in my experience with Hancock a lot of his job was going to uh, office openings of new tech companies, yeah. a lot of glad yeah. handing, yeah. um not a lot of sort of nitty gritty but more no, just Uh, cheerleading the tech sector, and then if a new um, tech company was coming to to the UK then just bigging up the impact on jobs and and saying that London's the fintech capital of the world, just all of that sort of stuff.
3: Pretty much. That is pretty much what you have to do, sort of be a cheerleader, essentially. I mean, to be honest, there's not really much appetite to do much in Whitehall at the moment, apart from figure out how we're going to do Brexit. Yeah. which is no time to be doing anything else. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's all just not worry about this and watch the World Cup.
4: I just uh, typed digital minister into Twitter. Yeah. And uh, a few people pointing out that uh, Jeremy Wright, the new digital minister, has not tweeted since 2015. Yes. And that was a retweet of David Cameron of a video of Ed Balls dismissing uh,
2: Labour as a joke. Oh, right. he so he, he has yeah. he has circa a hundred followers. Um, yeah. But does the, but does that matter? I like, no, say the, ma- the, 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 it doesn't really matter. He, he came into matter? a lot of yeah. mockery for this, but he he's the former Attorney General, and the Attorney General is not someone that should be tweeting too much. <laughs> no, like, no, he, no. He, he, it's a, it's a legal position. He he definitely um, shouldn't have had a huge social media presence in that role. It, yeah, what's more interesting is whether he embraces it now. Yeah, Uh, and and tries to be sort of more present in digital channels, but we'll have to wait and see.
3: Yeah, he seems like a bit of a... I don't know, he seems seems like a little bit of a sort of conservative lifer. I don't know, moved around various different positions. Yeah. Safe pair of hands. Future Gammon. Future Gammon. I would say present Gammon, gammon, Um, judging from his his, uh, profile picture on Wikipedia.
5: Safe pair of hands, though, would be quite nice.
3: Yeah. I mean I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's going to do anything particularly wild or no, but unpredictable. As you, just, as
2: you just said that this is not the time for them to be doing anything yeah. particularly interesting. No. So he just kind of needs to Yeah. get to grips with his brief and just um, just get on not, with it. not do anything stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Which but sounds then, like he's yeah. perfect for.
3: Yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, he's going to have to
2: get used to the tech press um, mocking him at every time, but... He is. Who really cares?
3: Yeah, I know, it's true. I mean, yeah. In reality, the they, kind of politicians don't know anything about tech thing is people love going on about it. And it's, yeah, okay, most of them don't, but then, oh, do most people, normal people, no, know? it kind um, of mattered
2: much. when Amber Rudd didn't know what encryption was. No, that does matter. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, oh, yeah. That very Yeah, or, or indeed um, hashtags slash hashing, not understanding yeah. what the difference between the two things, um, so yeah, that that they just is need to
5: surround themselves with experts.
3: Yeah, just talk own. to people who do yeah, know they what don't. they're doing, yeah, and then yeah. and then you'll be fine. But yeah, that so yeah, that's all very very exciting. <laughs> I can barely contain myself.
2: Me too. Uh, <laughs> cool. That's enough uh, government tech chat for one morning. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to talk to Henry about the surface. Henry. Yo. Microsoft Surface tablet. <laughs> yeah. What, so, what's going on?
4: Um, do I, any
2: of you, have you ever used a Surface? Yeah, my mate, um, who I used to live with, uh, had a Surface, and he actually really, really liked it and tried to get me to buy one. Um, but as everyone knows, I'm a, I'm an Apple guy, so I Quite refused. Quite right. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I refused to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Surface, I, I
4: think it's a really interesting product line. Uh, the news is that... In the States, was announced and will go on sale. Uh, rest of the world yet to be confirmed. Uh, The Surface Go, which is the current uh, cheapest Surface you can get. Um, So it looks exactly like the Surface um, that we've sort of come to expect. The tablet with a kickstand. Yeah. um, That still doesn't come with pen or keyboard in the box. But the tablet is a uh, $399 Surface. It's
5: not that cheap, is it?
4: So, yeah. It's pretty cheap. Mm
5: -hmm. Surfaces are historically quite high. So the moment the
4: cheapest Surface Pro you can buy in pounds is on sale at 749 oh,
0: Okay. Mm. No. So, and
4: it's normally a grand-ish. Um, but what you obviously get is a much uh, lower-end processor. It's um, a Pentium processor that I actually haven't heard of. <laughs> um, so it's going to be... Um, I can't find the name now, sorry. But it's going to be a very low-end, and the thing that I think... I don't quite know who it's for. So... Microsoft was, I think, late into the hardware game anyway. Surface was like quite a cool idea that I think has finally matured with like a decent Surface Pro product, but still one that's above most consumers. And so, what they're trying to do now is bring it back down uh, to the iPad level, which is where David comes in. Well, <laughs> um, oh, yes, yeah, specifically the
5: new cheap. IPhone. Yeah,
4: so a new cheap iPad is £319. Yeah. But for an iPad, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, It's a um, really good deal. And it doesn't come with an Apple Pencil, but it has Apple Pencil support.
2: No one wants an Apple Pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Apple pencil is the best tablet stylus available. Yeah, but that's like saying even. the Apple Watch is the best available digital watch. Also <laughs> don't care.
5: <Also> <laughs> Are you saying you don't ever use styluses? No. Yeah. Well, Here
2: you
4: go. So the... So I'm going to cut, them to cut in the cone here. So the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. sorry. Uh, the Surface Go has Intel's Pentium Gold 4415Y processor, Excellent. which is not famous. Um, <laughs> but then again, debatably another, is the M3 that is actually in the cheapest Surface Pro, which itself is an underpowered mobile uh, processor. So it be interesting to get this in for review because we want to see how it performs. But really, like the great thing about the iPad, which we've always talked about, is that it is a quote-unquote cheap tablet. But with iOS and you just download apps, people know where they stand. You play Netflix, you, you know... My grand can use it. Yeah, you Uh. move money over, whatever. But like the the Surface, it will still run Windows. And I just think that the Microsoft Store is stunted enough, consumer-facing as it is, it's not as friendly to get into. People still don't really understand the idea of applications. I mean, I know that we know what an application is, but if you can see where I'm coming from, the actual... (laughs) little bubbles on a home screen mm. you don't get that on a tablet and people are like well where's the mouse where's the keyboard you know like, oh, mm. you have to buy those separately so also it comes with windows 10 s which is a microsoft's kind of locked down version of windows where you can only download um like windows approved apps from the store mm. I And mean, i'm not even sure if you can pay to upgrade to windows 10 home which you still have to do on most of their products so i mean i
2: see what you mean about like not knowing who it's for because like i think the surface because of the kickstand and the keyboard although you have to buy it is actually quite a useful kind of work device if you're you're on the move a lot but if this is like a cheaper version um it's like am i going to buy this to work on or am i going to actually if i'm going to be working on it a lot just go for the pro exactly because they've they've toyed with kind
4: of trying to segment the line before so they had the surface pro which is Um, A few years ago, and that's basically what this thing now looks like. Yeah. But around the same time, they tried the Surface RT, which was a famous failure, which was trying to do like an iPad level Windows thing. But it ran a completely different version of Windows, which was like even worse than Windows 8 (laughs) and had no app support for developers or whatever. They've done better now because there is app support because they have this whole universal uh, app platform, which technically I know Windows Phone is dead, but these apps will actually run on a Windows Phone Mm. And it's the same application, just displayed intelligently and responsively. So they do have the applications there. But then also they did the Surface, confusingly, Surface 3, which was different to the Surface Pro 3 a while back, which was a cheaper model that some people bought. Did they ever do a 2 or a 4? They did. uh, Yep, they did 4, which is now just the 5 is out, but it's just called the Surface Pro fine yeah they're not good at branding are they microsoft mm. microsoft no. weirdly
2: the only reason i ask is is because microsoft don't really like even numbers mm. so they tend to skip even numbers 98
5: windows 98 yeah
2: well that's a year do you mean windows not 2000s. because they skip windows
4: 9 to go from 8 to 10 Windows yeah, ten. but with all their <laughs> on, enterprise all stuff even. it's it's
2: three or five or seven. Oh, right
4: yeah yeah no there was a four now it's just no numbers so this is yeah surface go um and for that 399 you get four gig of ram 64 gigabytes of storage so i mean looking at those numbers that's more storage and ram than you'd get for that price on most phones mm. but when they're expecting you to pay probably 99 dollars for the uh, keyboard um, and another 99 for the pen and 35 for a mouse mm. you're kind of thinking maybe that isn't enough specs for what people expect you to work on 64
2: gigs not mm. a lot is it for...
4: there will be another version with 8 gig of ram and 128 gig of storage for 549 dollars. yeah and at that price but, point But when you, you get into jump, that price yeah. point people were yeah. like why am i buying this instead of well the kind of people that they're aiming at i still think surface go is quite like cheery branding isn't it? it's like "Hey, here you go off yeah. you go just get up and going
5: is the idea that they think that they've got the market share in a work environment and then people who've got these I think very boring. Work devices are then gonna. Oh, I well, we should I have my home device? I'll stick with the with the Windows thing that I'm now used to. Yeah. Just like people used to have home computers that were PCs because they were used to them from work.
4: Like, why do you think they're boring?
5: Because they.
4: Apart from it being Windows and you like Macs, I do. I do, do kind of understand no, I've never the direction used you're coming a from. Window, a surface, um, but, um... but I mean, really, surfaces are great. But you're really gonna have to want that form factor to pay up front for all this stuff when they also sell a windows surface laptop which is just a normal laptop that most mm. people can get their head around mm. i don't know who's gonna buy it
2: no i'm not sure who's gonna buy it
4: because it's, it's too low powered to do much on even like yeah like i say the lowest and surface pro won't really handle photoshop above photo editing mm. so it's just kind of going to be like a word processor that you're going to have to drop uh, if it's in pounds it will be six hundred quid for all the bits.
2: Yeah, yeah but is it for like the the commuters? I can watch videos on it, I can maybe do some emails. Can... Yeah, but you could do that on an iPad for half the price. That's if... that's the problem. But I reckon that's what that's what they're aiming at, but they've like they've not got it right with the pricing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: I don't know. I mean to me like the Surface Pro is something that like people get if they like the idea of a, a portable Windows machine, but it's also yeah. kind of straying into that ultrabook territory where companies who don't want to have Macs will give the surface pros to their CEOs because they think it looks flash sure. and it's kind of something to whip out in a meeting. Yeah. But maybe that's my blinkered view of the market. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it has been released as a in the US as a consumer product. So, I don't know, it'll be, I just think it'll be interesting to see where it goes because Windows uh, tablets are, are not a big market outside of outside of surface and even then they're it's kind of sold as a laptop.
2: And you said um you are interested in getting your hands on it and trying it. But yeah. the fact that they haven't even announced when they're going to release this in <laughs> Europe does that mean that's not going to happen anytime soon?
4: No, nah, this is a very hushed overnight thing um, with a US release. It, it will come out in the it will come out in the UK. Um, not sure when, but I mean, pff, yeah, we, we'll see. I've got I've got i only had a morning to gather my By thoughts any. on it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah.
2: um, I'm also going to blindside David here because um, while we're talking about tablets. Mm. Um, I wanted to briefly talk about the um, new iPad rumors because it looks really super interesting. So it looks like an iPhone 10, but in tablet form. So it's got the bezel. The, the ongoing, ongoing rumors, rumors of yeah. the iPad Pro. Yeah.
4: I do not understand why Apple and please correct me. Would put a notch on a tablet. Yeah, it's the whole weird. point of a notch on a phone is to increase the space of a smaller device. They've yeah, almost
2: it's, embraced it's, that as a brand. Surely that's not true. Exactly. Yeah. So it
5: know. doesn't make any sense uh, practically. But if it's true. a lot of people thought when they got to the home button, the recognisable shape of a fo- of an iPhone, the sort of iconic image yeah. is the little home button at the bottom, and they took that away and it just became a generic rectangle. Yeah. And as you said, they own the fact they sort of needed to have a space for the sensors. It is possible as a brand extension. I don't think they're going to do it like that, though, because it looks ugly. Um,
4: and like that tiny bit of screen that you gain does not make a difference on a 10-inch iPad. No, not really. Like, uh, there's two, I mean, two tiny little strips around the side. It, sort, just... of,
5: it sort of fits in as a, as a consistency thing, an interface consistency, where they're going to start splitting the top of iOS into the time at one point and the icons at the other. If that's oh, something no. that people
4: are used to. I reckon they won't do it, though, because like, yeah, I do, it they're doing it rumoured on the iPad Pro, and that's the thing that they expect most people to buy the keyboard for and use in Landscape. Surely they won't have. Oh, yeah, it would look hideous. They won't have a notch in portrait mode that you can then put sideways and then when... Yeah,
5: that hadn't even occurred. To me. So I, I have an iPhone 8 Plus. What's the iPhone 10 like in landscape? Does, isn't it, uh, you, that look hideous? You can
4: landscape? have it either way, that it will just go up to where the notch starts. Yeah. But in most videos, it will actually just display full screen, but then you'll just have that cut out. That's not they, nice. W- I, they won't do it for the iPad Pro. And if they did, they do it landscape, which is even weirder.
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird word, isn't it? So I,
4: I think uh, it, w- it will have Face ID, and I don't know how that would work in different orientations. Because at the moment, iPhone X is pretty good for the Face ID, but you have to hold it yeah. portrait.
5: Well, yeah, and you mainly just use it for unlocking. And I think you generally mm. unlock in portrait uh, portrait orientation.
4: Yeah. We don't really know
5: where the iPad situation is going because they've had one new iPad this year, and that leaves yeah. it a bit a bit open. Because with the iPhones, you know what you're getting. September, new iPhones, that's a lot. Yeah. With the iPads, they just sort of... Oh, I think we'll just release a iPod now. So maybe.
2: Cool. Um, I forgot to ask a question um, to, uh, on Charlotte's round. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, um, Jeremy Wright or <laughs> Michael Wright? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't get it. Yeah. <sighs> my Jeremy favorite. Wright? Yeah. Or Jeremy Wrong?
3: Ah, uh, okay, that's better. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, in that it
2: makes any sense. Jeremy, <laughs> yeah.
3: Jeremy, Jeremy, probably right for now.
5: Jeremy, a safe pair of hands. Jeremy <laughs> Dahl. Brilliant.
2: Jeremy, Jeremy right, because there's enough pessimism about this government. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Surface Go or Surface No? <laughs> you can't tell of, he just after, made these After
4: rubbishing it for 10 minutes, I think it's a really cool idea. I just don't think I'm going to buy it. So Surface Go for me. Fine.
2: Surface uh, Surface No. Obviously.
3: Got to be yeah. Yeah. No, Surface No.
2: Bro. All right, quick break. And then we're going to talk about Musk again. God. David Price, hello. What's what's he, what's he been doing now? What has everyone's favourite South African megalomaniac been up to? I said,
5: all right, so I'm I'm really cautious <clears throat> about this this topic because because um, you're uninformed. I've been partly, <laughs> oh, I mean, partly. When has that ever? <laughs> Tell me that it before. Uh, it's partly because it's a really scary situation, and not to uh, be made light of, and, and probably not to be made light of. But and also because the the things that he's done. It's really open to interpretation. So Mm -hmm. I think when we're talking about this, um, it's possible he's doing these for the best reasons. I just think, bearing in mind all the things he's done in the past, it's probably not. It's probably just about him. So just to cover the ground, um, there is a situation in Thailand where um, some young lads in a football team got trapped in an underwater cave. Uh, Absolutely terrifying situation. Um, The latest news I've got is that, and hopefully when you hear this, they'll all be safe... The latest news I've got is that 11 have been rescued and there's one boy left inside and the coach and a doctor and some Navy SEALs still inside. Uh, And this is an incredible, incredible rescue that's going on. Incredibly brave people like, you know, one of the Navy SEALs, uh, well-known now, died rescuing people. I I don't know his name Uh, and I've not actually, I've not put a lot of research into this anyway, (laughs) um, but I don't think anyone's going to know his name after you know, a couple of weeks, even if they know it now. Whereas everybody knows that Elon Musk, famously, he's been tweeting about it, he's been building a, a submarine to rescue them, which he's now taken over to Thailand. They've said, no, that's not practical. <laughs> um, and he's tweeted again, saying, well, I'll leave it behind in case it's useful in the future. Brilliant. Like in the next cave rescue, which apparently will be in a perfectly cylindrical
4: cave, which this ridiculous clunky <laughs> submarine can fit in. So when people get stuck in his hyperloop, he can send it down there. Yeah, exactly. It's like... The whole thing is, like I said, it,
5: hasn't he it got better
3: things to be doing? I mean, Apparently well, pro- not. probably not. Than <clears> just looking at the news. Like I don't know, maybe making Tesla successful.
2: Yeah, maybe like actually <laughs> sorting out their production issues at Tesla. Yeah,
3: like I don't know.
2: Just but... quickly, the, or, um, know, the, the, the the Navy SEAL's name was Sam Gunan. And you. actually, I content. think in our Shelton <laughs> tech
4: tech world, we think Musk is the story, but actually. That that seal has been all over like BBC News app. Mm. I've he, seen his face And then like the the, him, the Musk it. news isn't because it's not news, mm. but because we follow you know our tech circles, he's yeah. been like mocked. CNET did a whole piece about how he's an idiot. Yeah, but maybe
5: he isn't. You know, maybe he did
2: mean to, and it's possible this would have worked, but he <laughs> yeah. didn't. The problem um, the problem is obviously it's um it's a reputational thing. So Musk has been known to court attention um in the past, and I, I saw a great tweet that was like. Uh, would the man that fired a car into space do something like this for attention? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a weird one. It sounds like
4: if you have the technology to do it and you prove to to well some people that you have done it and then you just send it over and don't ask for anything in return... He's not really looking for praise, is he? I think he might genuinely think he
2: can help. Mm. But But he
5: has a messiah complex. He does this all the time. He did this.
2: This is how Hyperloop became a thing. He was like, oh, I've thought of uh, this way that we can transform transportation, but I don't have enough time to do it. So I'm just going to leave it here and hope that someone picks it up. And then luckily people like, or unluckily people like Richard Branson pick it up and put their brand to it. I saw saw a little thing going on on Twitter about
4: Hyperloop as well. Sorry, just... Because uh, it was it was kind of boasting about the numbers of people that could transport a certain distance in a certain amount of time. Yeah, and I think it was that Alex Hern at the Guardian yeah. was like tweeting numbers, being like, "That's like less yeah. than what the uh, Central Line takes to Heathrow every morning." Yeah. No, it was like, like it was like one like... coach of the Central Line uh, prior, <laughs> at like <laughs> peak times. It could do like th- could do several thousands more than what he was saying in that time for like you know three pound each way. <laughs> because yeah.
5: he views everything through the viewpoint of a, a pampered billionaire. Yeah, and. He has these weird pathologies about being put in public transport. Yeah. He had that thing where he said that <laughs> yeah, he he, really nobody does. likes public transport. Yeah. Course, I mean, why would he ever need to be in public transport? Mm-hmm. And then somebody responded and said, you know, that's because he's rich and he doesn't have to yeah. mix with other people. Yeah. And then his response was just, you're an idiot. And that's, he's, he's so defensive mm. and so pathological, I think is genuinely the right word for the way yeah. he approaches the world. And sometimes his pathologies will result in good things for humanity. Yeah. And I'm I'm always having this debate with my, my brother, who is a, a philosopher, uh, about whether it's better for somebody to do good things anyway, even though they have bad intentions. At the end, justify the means. Yeah, which is sort of his approach. He's saying, well, if you have people like this who try and extend the lifetime of humans and, and colonize Mars and you know reduce uh energy inefficiencies in transport all the rest of it he says that's a good thing uh even though he's manifestly doing it in order to fulfill his own sense of savior of, the, of humanity yeah if the um, alien
2: movies taught us anything though <laughs> is that well they taught us many things
5: such as yeah. uh, if a guy is complaining of chest pains <laughs> um <laughs> listen to him get it, run away uh yeah I I maintain that it does matter and that if we have a certain number of resources in the world, he has cornered a lot of them to himself through weird capitalistic means and now he gets to decide how it's done. It should be done sensibly and not in this sort of... I'm gonna make a toy to fix the world because I'm James Bond.
2: Yeah, so just, like, without putting you too much on the spot, like, where, how did the hell did this submarine thing come about? Like, what was it like? He built was it he working world. on it already, or did he literally just see the situation I, I think, unfolding? I think it was as quick as that. So, and he—that's he quite impressive. Yeah. Well, considering impressive, that he can't he has... make enough Teslas at the moment, yeah. and that's his day job. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> he said. Yeah, he, he said that it will also work as a, an escape pod for a rocket. So possibly, oh okay, so he's like retrofit something
2: for SpaceX. I'm sure That's they just right.
3: basically got some bits that are lying around and went, that would probably also work for that. It's like I'm not, I I'm mean. not, I'm not doubting that it's
5: a clever thing. <laughs> and he does maintain that he was in contact with, ca- he said cave experts, so mm. that, he, that he had that he had knowledge on this that it was that it was likely <laughs> to work. Yeah. and he had two different plans on the go. <laughs> Stop it. He had two different plans on the go. One of them was just just basically a hyperloop underwater yeah uh, and the other one was this little submarine stuff it um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. what was I saying yes um, but apparently he didn't contact the right cave yeah. <laughs> um and so it just doesn't work I could be using the adventure cavex well, no,
2: no 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 I mean hyperloop kind of is cavex <laughs> yeah yeah
5: well the boring company oh no the boring company sorry so hyperloop's is. above ground
4: I know, yeah. I know what yeah the joke is but it is fucking boring isn't it why, why why has he managed to become like he doesn't really have like an equivalent does he why do we yeah. pay so much attention to but the him? tech
3: press are obsessed with him everything just, he I, does I, I, i'm just i don't he even dislike to, like...
4: him really i'm just indifferent yeah to, i think space travel is amazing and fascinating but i just think the way that it is it might not even be must the way that it's covered by the tech mm. press in such a at, at the same time fawning but also disparaging um yeah. way, nature it's, it's like yeah. What, why doesn't he have any equivalents in the book?
2: He ability? seems to attract mm-hmm. that that sort of either completely fawning or completely mocking tone mm-hmm. of reaction. Well, I don't I understand either because he's just no. so boring. I
3: feel a bit ambivalent about him. I think yeah, you know, he's he, he probably is doing some things that are quite interesting and inspirational, but then you know, there's like allegations of worker mistreatment at some of the test factories and. I think His approach really, to journalism. His approach to well, journalism that, that, is, I, is, 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 is pretty, oh, that was, is pretty that's terrible. Thing, I think it? he's got I think he's got some 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 issues. But I um, think it's
2: it's difficult to overlook his treat his attitude towards journalists and the way it yes. gets covered. Yes. Um without being too inside baseball. Like if you if someone's attacking yeah. your industry and you've got the ability to maybe criticise them, then you're going to criticise them. Yeah. It's the same thing with Trump. Like, it it, it kind of pokes the bear. So you're like, okay, we're just going to make sure that we do the best possible job we can of Mm. calling you out. There are kind of echoes Mm. of Trump here. Like, a a Mm. man with far too Mm. much money
4: who is, like, trying to be loved. Whereas, like, people like Jeff Bezos just keep quiet, do probably very horrible things, but they... He doesn't really care what people think of him, mm. but he loves journalism. Mm. So, <laughs> well, <good. laughs> yeah, yeah, supposedly. I yeah. Well, he owns Well, he's right. actually he bothered does,
2: to does. to support
3: financially support it. So, yeah but I think Musk Musk doesn't really understand journalists. I mean he doesn't yeah. really he thinks that it's all sort of like people are out to get me rather than but yeah, he rather thinks than it's all know. being
2: he thinks all the criticism is being like yeah. funded by yeah. big oil yeah and that's, he, that's, he's not yeah. able to understand that I mean, that's there could be much.
3: legitimate concerns I think
2: he needs to look at the journalists that he's criticising his bank accounts and realise that they are not being bankrolled by <laughs> big oil yeah <laughs> if
3: bank oil, if bank oil, if, if big oil wants to bankroll me to attack it on Musk then you know I'm, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm and, it's, it's, and even though I mean, it, I'm not throwing my ethics <laughs> to the wind but but yeah. yeah, you know my email but yeah I
4: mean it's like, it's, like a, it's almost like a very immature way of looking at how to like be adored because yeah. you'll see yeah. you'll see a major world potentially tragedy but it looks like it's not going to be thankfully mm-hmm. and then throw money at it and be like let's just see if people love me for this mm. and then when yeah then he just has a go at those people on Twitter when they question his motives
3: yeah yeah it's, it, it, it's I don't know I, like I said he's got he's got issues I think that much is that much is clear yeah but,
5: uh, yeah, thank heavens it didn't need a billionaire to fix it. Yes. No. Yeah. Lots of Sometimes qualified professionals who you just, were already doing yes. the job. Sometimes
3: you just <laughs> yeah. need people who know what they're doing to yeah, diligently do what they're doing. Yeah, you need more do cave
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: You're very tickled by that. I like that. <laughs>
2: uh, cool, Charlotte, I know you need to go, so we're going to wrap things up. Uh, I do not have a f- pivy Elon Musk thing. I didn't have a pivy anything, really, did You've I? you got to really so.
5: something to do with cave expert, you? <laughs>
2: Cave expert, yeah. Who is our savior? Cave experts (laughs) or Elon Musk? (laughs) David Price, Cave experts,
3: yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly Cave experts.
4: Yeah, my money's behind (laughs) Cavex. His next venture will be Cavex.
2: Thank you very much for joining us for a typically woolly edition of the UK Tech Weekly podcast. We are quickly approaching our hundredth episode. So if you have stuck with us this far, thank you very much. Tell your friends, like and subscribe. We will see you next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 UK Tech Weekly Podcast.